What up, ladies and gents? TGI Friday. TGI Friday. Running not one, not two, three businesses all in one. Hey, how do you take control of your day like that? I don't know. We're about to find out. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. <laughs> on this Friday, beautiful set. Oh, oh, Saturday. On this Friday, we're about to hit the hot streak right now with hot James Here we go. All right. All you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're catching us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in the podcast rankings. We will sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media at Business Bros Pod. We're super excited and super honored to bring another incredible guest on the Business Bros Pod. Now, uh, one quick caveat. I only read about one of the three businesses. So I'm going to talk about the one that I read the most about, which is if you have a product idea and need some help figuring out how to get it built and manufactured, you will not want to miss today's show. Our guest today is leading a small team that packs a wallop of a punch. He and his team have taken have, uh, everything it takes to make your idea blast off. From research and ideation to prototyping and developing, when you bring an idea to this incredible team, they will guide you through every step to push your vision through to manufacturing. And then, to top it all off, they will help launch your product into the hands of people that have been out there waiting for it. Our guest today is professional and hungry like a CEO, yet genuine and compassionate like a dang good human. I love that line. We can't wait to learn more about our guest and how he's and hear how he's helped bring dreams to life. Joining us today from, well, three different companies, but Klugonics is the one that I kept re- reading about. Out of Salt Lake City, Utah, welcome to the show, Jason Close. <laughs> Party time on a Friday. <laughs> Jason, welcome to the program, man. That's a that's such a good introduction. I feel uh honored with that one. That was great. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. It's my one skill. It's a, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he's a systems guy, but he's also a writer at heart. He he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's got a birthmark on his shoulder that literally is in the shape of a heart. So uh, sometimes it spews out on paper. That's that's what ends up happening. <laughs> right. It works out. It works out. But no, honestly, that that line uh, came from your website. The uh, genuine and and and. Uh, what did I say? Professional and driven like a CEO, genuine and compassionate like a dang good human. Like that came from your website, and I was like, "Yep, that's going in I there. Like I love that. it." Yeah, I, I and I'm not a writer at all. I have an engineering background, so I definitely did not write that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. thank your marketing team. Yeah. Well, oh, for sure, Jason. I want to start off with with 
you are helping entrepreneurs who have this idea in their head, right? And this, here, here's, here, let me lay out the scenario because this happens to me all the time. James gets on my case because this is, this is what works in my head all the time. I, I, I'm, I'm asleep or I wake up or I'm on a run and something clicks in my mind. I'm like, dude, that's yeah. a great idea. And I get all excited. I get all pumped. I write all kinds of stuff. I'm like, dude, we're going to do this. And James looks at me like I'm freaking crazy. What? what ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? Exactly. He's like, wait, yeah. what, 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 what are we doing now? What are we, what are we changing? He's the systems guy. So he has to fill in all the details. You have an engineering background. That's exactly what you're doing here. Tell me how you got into this space. Like, how did you get, how did you get your idea to become a reality? You're talking about shower ideas, right? <laughs> yeah. my, my biggest problem is that now that I have this team, when I get shower ideas, I have to contain myself because I could I could make it up so easily. I would be, you know, yeah, that wouldn't be uh, uh, too many risks if I was just spitting out every shower idea. Uh, but ba basically, it, it all started when I was a kid, and I would always take stuff apart. You know, I would take things apart, see how they worked, put it back together, try to fix them if they broke. Um, and you know, when I got towards college. I realized that I got to figure out uh, mechanical engineering. Um, but close to my senior year, I actually left school early uh, and, and then just started hustling and figuring out, you know, the entrepreneurial lifestyle. Uh, so I got a job in a sales role at a company making tablet and iPad enclosures, which is like metal boxes that secure tablets on walls. Uh, so you can have touch interface faces in restaurants and, retail locations and stuff like that. Um, so in doing that, I got a sales gig, but what would happen is we get all these inbound leads and people would request things like companies like IBM and these, you know, like Apple and Microsoft and McDonald's, they requ request product we didn't have. So as a salesman and a creator, I would go home and just start making stuff. And then I would go to the CEO, you know, the next day and say, Hey, yesterday, this guy at IBM called me and he wanted a specific problem product for a product that that we don't have right now. And I made it. So I want to go and pitch him today. And I, I need your help uh, to see if we can get this deal. So you're telling me there's a chance. Totally. <laughs> right. But so then that that's that's what really started my my creative uh, professional creative career. Right. And then wait, 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 you can't leave me hanging. Did the CEO back your play? Or did he oh, shut you I'll, down? I'll get into that later. Yeah. So I, I worked there for a few years and I became the head of their engineering department. And I and I got to build these products, custom products for massive big brands like Apple and Microsoft and Groupon and stuff. Um, so that company got to the point where it was going to sell. And I actually pitched Scott, who is the CEO of that company, who's still my mentor today. I said, hey, invest, buy me a computer. SolidWorks, which is the software and a 3D printer. And I want to start my own product development company. So I actually got him to, you know, invest in it. And he still has a stake in it today. And, and, you know, I started Klugonics out of my one bedroom apartment. So I just started at that point, just finding clients and just making stuff. Um, and, you know, now, you know, I got a team of 10 here in the United States. And then I've got my business partner, Nate, who runs the, the China operations called Onyx 360 and a team of 24 in China uh, where we help, you know, onboard manufacturing. 
Um, so you guys say I run three businesses, but technically I've got, you know, Nate running that business. I just, I just bring the business to them, um, you know, and, and, and help there. So well, walk, yeah. me, walk me through that process, right? Walk me through, you know, we, we took a huge leap here. We went from you pitching something to a CEO to now you have a massive team in two different countries, right? Well, I, I'm massive. You have a team in two different countries. Yeah. Uh, what, how'd you get to that point? How did you go from being in the apartment and struggling, you know, to get this thing off the ground to all of a sudden, like, you, you have a, a team put together? I mean, the the good thing about starting like an agency is that you could literally go from zero to revenue with one deal, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, it was easy to get, um, you know, business to, to get going uh, at the beginning to where I was sustainable enough. And, and basically just over the years, and this, you know, I started this like about seven years ago, and there's definitely struggles in, in everything, the entrepreneurial way of doing things, right? It's never easy. Um, and then... I just kept hustling and I would keep finding people that were better than me at engineering, better than me at design and creative. Uh, and then, you know, worked with people that are more organized than me and building processes for management and systems and stuff like that. And um, yeah. And then it, over time now it's just continued to grow. So how long has it been step. since you've taken that leap? That was like seven years ago. So, you know, it's, it's been a bit. And then, the other two businesses, Onyx 360 and Durai Home, which we can get into, Onyx uh, 360, Nate and I started about three years ago because he moved to China with his wife and seven kids Whoa. in China, right, from America, just to be clear, right? So you can imagine seven kids. Damn! Exactly, right? So <laughs> they all moved to China, and I find out he moved to China, and he has a design background. I had an engineering background, so we knew each other through the community in Utah. And I was like, Nate, you're in China now. I have so many deals of companies that we could help manufacture product. You know, let's let's start a you know let's let's start actually carrying it through to manufacturing now. Um, so snowball right you know all of our the products that we developed we started then you know onboarding manufacturing going through the technical factory onboarding process helping build you know qc processes and managing quality control and fulfillment and logistics getting it you know on a boat over to uh the us you know so yeah there there it is you know dude right now i feel like my mind's blown like like You've taken a company, uh, uh, an idea, and and implemented it. And and the 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 thing that's fantastic about that is what you're doing is not just the company that you've created, but you're bringing realities to other people's ideas. Oh, yeah. So now now you've laid that that found that foundation, right? You've laid the groundwork for uh, product development and it for uh, manufacturing and distribution. Uh, What's the process like for somebody who wants, who has that shower idea, right? Well, first of all, don't yeah. slip out when you're, you know, getting out of the shower when you're with, with excitement, but let's assume they make it out of the shower and they're ready to rock and roll. What's that process like? I mean, usually they, they hit us up on our website. Uh, you know, we start the process with, you know, getting things like non-disclosure set up so they're protected and they feel comfortable talking about their idea. Um, and then, you know, we take them through a multi-step process that really starts with a little bit of research and what we call ideation, right? And this is where they get the, they get to work with industrial designers and, and, and go through, uh, an exploratory, like 
creative process where they, 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 you know, these industrial designers pick their brain, try to uncover as much out of their ideas they can, um, whether it's the user, uh, where it lives in there, you know, for the user, like um, the problem it's solving in detail, um, competitive products, stuff like that, right? We even ask questions like, if your product was a car, what type of car would it be, right? And, and with this, we, you know, they're able to then take all of this input and, and then just go and, and start throwing stuff at the wall. You know, they, they'll start super rough, pen to paper, pencil to paper type stuff, um, super broad at first. And, you know, and then and use this, you know, process of elimination with the client that's interactive where we present, you know, a bunch of ideas uh, where they're able to pick things they like, what they don't like, and then we shape it further and we shape it further, we shape it further until the end of that ideation phase, we have a, a refined concept that's that's ready to start, you know, getting engineered, right? So after it gets, that concept is refined, the client's stoked on it and we're stoked on it. We then move forward into a design for prototype phase, right? And this is where we get, you know, our hands dirty and then we start getting all technical and engineering with it, right? This is like where I get excited because, uh, you know, we, we, we 3D model everything. We create technical documentation. Uh, we create the assets, the, the digital assets that are needed to make a physical version of the product uh, to test it, you know, and sometimes throughout the way we even make little parts and pieces to validate mechanisms and, and, you know, make sure part for part, it's getting better and better and working and functioning. And then, you know, at the end of that, we get to the point where we have a functional prototype, right? They're usually not, you know, hundred percent functional, but you know, that's the point of a prototype, right? It's the V one of the product. But the great thing is, is the, the reaction from our clients and to your point, right? The, the, the most exciting thing about this is we put that prototype in their hand, and they get to see that idea and hold it, you know, and, and use it and experience it and, and, you know, validate what they've been working on with us and, and show it to people and get feedback and input and, you know, see what works, what doesn't work. So throughout that, they've got this prototype, we get all this input, right? More and more input, right? We got from the, the, the you know, the clients, Usually our review that we do internally, we get a bunch of input as well of things that we think we should tweak and change. And then also at the same time, I pass it to Nate and his team and we get factory input, right? So we get some input from a manufacturer. And this is a big part of what differentiates us is that we can get input from a manufacturer, a mold maker, uh, uh, you know, whoever's on the production side of the product and say, okay, we suggest doing this to make manufacturability easy, you know? How much does it cost to make this thing? Do we need to lower it? Do we have more room to add more value to the product, et cetera, right? We take all this input and then we go through the third phase on the stateside team and do a, a design for manufacturing process where we input and update all the assets and documentation with all those details that we've gathered and, and we get everything all buttoned up and final and then we are able to pass this, you know, this folder and these assets to my team over in China and Nate and, and them are able to then start finding factories, onboarding them, going through tooling and production setup, setting quality control standards, uh, and then getting them into production. And that's when we make thousands of them, right? So 
It's a long process. We we really work with our clients for a long time. Every time we would do a project, it's not like we work with you for a month and you never see us again. We're like we got to be good friends for a while. So a lot of potential for aggressive expansion. Exactly. 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 Well, and let's parallel that with what's going on with with the entrepreneur, right? Because most entrepreneurs suffer from uh, it, it's 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 a loop. So they have this idea that's amazing, right? And then they start to actually go out and implement whatever their idea is, and they realize, oh shit, this is actually harder than I thought it was going to be, yeah. right? And then they they hit this this moment of despair, right, where they're like, I don't think I can do this. And so they find something else, the next idea that that is interesting, and then they start that whole process over, and they loop over and over and over again in that sequence. Uh, when you're working with a client, I'm sure you've had situations where they're starting to feel that you see them going through that cycle. At first, they're super excited. Uh, then you're then you're bombarding them with a lot of you know the ideation phase, and then they start to think, you know, maybe this is a little too difficult. Maybe I don't know. Then then. You know, as, as things start to progress, you know, you start to show them bits and pieces of it coming together and you get them through that cycle. What have you noticed in the entrepreneurs that you work with uh, and, and how's your process helping them avoid that loop and, and walking away? Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, it's I mean, uh, our process, a lot of it, like in our designers really do this well, like, you know, where they'll ask challenging questions hey chandler what's up <laughs> well they'll, they'll pick out like challenging questions right they, we, we gotta like tease that stuff out as soon as we can you know and and, and hopefully that stuff comes to um you know that, that that stuff surfaces quickly so we could use that you know those emotions and stuff to pivot and and it's but the thing is is throughout the development process the the product it's you know the concept is liquid all the way until your production run and the great thing is is even you know the following production runs it's still liquid enough where you can make tweaks as you go right so mm -hmm. it, it, it's part of the process you kind of need to embrace it and and sometimes if you don't take those inputs and those tweaks and changes that you just have that gut feeling about or your users give you that feedback You've got to implement that, tweak it, listen to the customer, modify the product, and then and make a new version of it, right? So it's definitely uh, that's just the way it is, you know. I totally agree with you. It's just the way it is. Hey, yeah. uh, so Chandler has a question. He says, "What projects have given you the most setbacks and why?" Oh man, um, dang, that's hard to say. I mean, a lot like all projects always have some kind of setback, right? You you always, but that's the thing is that you get really good at breaking through those barriers. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a setback today that is probably the worst news I've ever had. This is probably the biggest negative thing that's happened to me in business. And this actually is with Dry Home. So it's not with a client or anything. And this is like one of those fluke things that is like one in a million. Okay. I get an email this morning that I have a container of product on a, on a boat, right? Hurricane winds and waves knocked 1900 containers off of that boat to the water and my <laughs> container might have been one of them okay so that that right there when it comes to setbacks that's probably the biggest setback i've ever had that that comes to mind right now because it's just so fresh so that's what i've been oh doing. hell no <laughs> oh, dude, I, like this morning i see that in my email and i'm like oh shit, it's friday and you're gonna that's why I'm drinking an old fashioned right now to try to <laughs> after a long day of trying to figure out what to do with it. But 
Did you find out if your container went over or not? I don't know yet. I won't know for a few. Like, I got to go through the weekend. I might not know till like, next oh. Wednesday, you know? But that's... I hope you're in short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly i hope you're insured no man i mean but th- those are some of the things that life just throws at you right life life is 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 telling you i'm in control you're not really in control but you you have certain things that you put in place certain certain uh insurances i guess that can, can kind of cover this uh but as the entrepreneur who you know this is for your for your own product right so this, this is for my for- own product yeah so it's like if, it, if it's a client it would be almost more nerve wracking, but it, it's like, yeah, this is Durai home or the brand that I started with Kelsey, my fiance, and that company's grown into its own beast. And now, yeah, so that, that hits it even differently. You know, it's, it's totally, uh, it, it, but the thing is when something like that happens to Durai home, it tests the systems and processes in the team yeah. that I've built around Klugonix and my and Nate and his team at Onyx 360 and how they all work together. It's like it's shocking the system, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just fucking expensive. That's all. Yeah, and you're <laughs> testing. You're testing it, right? No. Well, I, so okay. First of all, I, I got two questions here. Uh, one is tell me a little bit about Dry Homes, and the second is does the fiance know about the situation yet? Oh yeah, she yeah. I had to tell her. I, I let her. So she's a big runner. I let her finish her run, you know. So the stress <laughs> and the endorphins and all that stuff are going. And then she got home, and I was like, "All right, this is what happened." So and she turned around and went for another run. That's all you had. Yeah, she, she got another few miles in, but um, yeah. So that was uh, quite the morning. So uh, tell me about Dry Homes. What what oh, yeah. is that? You know what what kind yeah. of products do you have? So, um, Durai Home, I found, um, you know, I found this material. It's, it's made out of uh, diatomaceous earth and recycled paper fiber. Do you know what diatomaceous earth is? Not a clue. Right. Most people don't, which is great. So, it's basically, it's, it's fossilized algae, right? And it's dried out into this, like, white powder form. And it, and it creates this porous, like, board, right? And this, what happens is water and moisture soaks into this board and distributes so it gets exposed to more oxygen and dries quicker, right? So we make a variety of products out of these boards. We have bath mats, we have a dish rack, we have a dish pad, we have coasters, we have a product that you put next to your sink that you put your like soap on and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's you know about two years old. It's 100% direct to consumer from our website. And um, it's been quite a learning experience because you know, one, it's, it, you know, a lot of what we do at Klugonics and Onyx 360, we got to test out like our premium service, right? Like I got to put Aaron, our creative director on, on designing the products. And I literally, you know, Kelsey, whose background is in UX strategy design, she used to work at, you know, doing UX for Uber and in, in San Francisco at like smart design, she did projects for Nike, PayPal, like all kinds of big stuff. She's way more talented than I am. You should probably have her here on here. <laughs> but, but so, you know, Kelsey did a bunch of research. She learned about this material. She got excited about it. So I convinced her to start this brand with me. And, and we were able to get all this information together and set Aaron loose on his creative process. And he really got to explore deeply and come up with all kinds of ideas and concepts. Um, that's with, with, data that's driven by users right so we really got to do a good quality research to come up with these features and these you know the usability all that stuff um and then 
you know, test everything else, get this thing to market. But then at the same time, I'm also learning the direct to consumer ad side of things, Kelsey and her brand strategy and teaching about like it, it, the stuff I've learned from her about website conversions and how to optimize a website for maximum conversions. And then the ad content and the brand content and, and how a brand creates a feeling more than it does. Like, you know, it's just a, mm. a logo in front of a product. So, you know, I feel like what I've learned from that, I am able to, you know, teach to some of those entrepreneurial customers I've had. Um, and then, you know, also relate with some of the bigger brands we work with that have gone through all this. And, you know, it just, it's, it's just nice to be on the other side of the table at the same time as helping these brands do the same thing. So it's been super valuable. And, and I, <clears throat> you're, you're learning from other people who are doing something that you want to achieve, right? So you're learning from these marketing people, you're learning yeah. from these manufacturing people, you're learning from these district, you're learning all these different aspects. Uh, and you recently you've added a new part of learning. So you met somebody on the show uh, or well, from the podcast, uh, and then you reached out and talked to him. Can you tell me about that experience uh, that you had recently today? Oh, yeah. So I talked to Steve uh, and I, I listened to his podcast with you guys. And and he's like, you know, super friendly guy. How do you pronounce his last name? Hero? Haru. Haru. Haru, right? He, he like I liked a lot of the, you know, the stuff that he had to say on your show about like, you know, just just how to approach sales and how to, you know, um, add value to people instead of, you know, you know, and, and, and putting aside the stuff like the, the boiler room business model or sales model where it's like only for closers, you know, and, you know, sales for us has actually been fantastic this year. We've grown this year. Um, and, and I got, you know, Hunter, our, my, my salesman and I are hustling deals and Hunter is, you know, all over the place, super friendly guy. What a perfect name, uh, by the way, for a sales guy. Yeah, he's our deal hunter, right? He hunts the deal. <laughs> you know? So, and, and he's, um, super friendly but you know what what hunter and i are, we're always wanting to learn more right so if him and i could learn more about you know better sales process and strategies you know why not you know and and because of covid 19 and all that mumbo jumbo we've been dealing with as a world uh you know we used to do our sales where we would go to trade shows and and do face-to-face -face interactions and we'd go and, and spend time with the clients at the trade shows and you know, you know, and then and walk the floors and meet new companies. And that's where we met a majority of our leads. Um, but now we're completely having a shift, obviously, which is awesome that, you know, even though the pandemic sucks, but it forced us to have to find new ways to acquire new leads. So, you know, we're running things like we're, we're, we've recently built out a lot of new paid advertising, uh, video ads and stuff like that. And we're starting to put some paid advertising out there. Um, and it's just changed everything. We're having to refine our sales process, uh, figure out our filtering. So we make sure that if we do get a ton of inbound leads, we're only spending the time on leads that are actually gonna, you know, build a business and do it, you know, that people that are gonna take the leap and do it or the, the customers that already have brands that they're coming to us to build their next winning product to grow their brand, stuff like that. So well, one of the greatest things that I, and, and I'm working with Steve on this uh, right now, one of the greatest ways to grow your sales is to let your customers do it for you is to yeah. have customer testimonials where somebody else is toting your praise and loving your product or service or whatever it is you're going through. So, you know, and what you're talking about with Steve is exactly what I'm helping people do right now. I'm going to just drop a, a quick part of his testimonials here. 
business. I have a family, I have bills, I have a team, but I can just say this, in all honesty, Steve is worth every penny. My name is Erin Pfeiffer, and I am a realtor by trade, but I am also a team lead. So I lead a team of agents here in San Diego. I'm on track to double my sales um, from last year, and I really think it has everything to do with the coaching that he's offering you. So it's one thing for you to talk about, you know, for, for Steve to talk about himself. It's another thing to have other people talk about what it is that you do. And that's one of the, that's one of the services that we're offering our, our, uh, our clients. Uh, and it's, it's a great way to get, to grow your stuff organically because we're going to send this to Aaron. Aaron's going to share it with her friends and family, and they're going to reach out to Steve, not because Steve solicited them because other people are seeing the experience that, that she had with him. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, are you going to be using testimonies? I mean, I saw your Facebook page. It's got a lot yeah. of, you know, people showing the, the, the products that, that you have to offer. Yeah. I have, I love the photography that you've been doing there. Oh yeah. And you know, we actually, so some of those ads that we recently built, we do have video testimonials. I a hundred percent agree with you. Right. And, and, you know, and the interesting thing too, is like the digital way of doing it, like you showed, right. Is, is awesome. And that's the way we have to do it now, but it was always nice when, you know, I have some like hero clients that I started working with when I was a young company. Like there's a brand in uh, in Toronto, Canada called uh, uh, Malarkey Kids. Right. And I and they've been, um, you know, like like I started with working with them very early on and, and they've just they become like family. Right. But when, when Melissa would I'd be at a trade show and Melissa would walk around these trade shows with me and tell these companies that like you know how great we were to work with and how we helped them as a company and it was like all those people that she talked to have become customers that we've built long-term relationships with now as well so it's like i i'm totally with you i i think that's the best way to to really you know prove that you're a, um, a class or a, like you're, you're you're the 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 top of the uh, uh the food chain for that your service yeah you're the cream of the crop exactly i mean yeah. that's that's one of those things in sales that we tend to overlook because we we tend to be transactional for the most part. We give you a product, we give you a service, we you know everybody's happy, we close deals over, but that's not the end of it. And we fail, you know, as entrepreneurs. And I know I've been a victim of this. Uh, you know, James, we James can attest to doing the same thing. We fail to ask for the referral business. We fail to ask for the cross sale. We fail to ask for the uh, the testimonial. And all those things are so valuable because that one piece of business, that one service that you provided to somebody. If you share that experience with other people, it'd be like, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, of course you think you're great. But if other people shared that experience with uh, that they had with you, all of a sudden, like that, that that's huge. Yeah. So you know, I, I, you know, and this is a big shout out to Steve. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of testimonials like that of of people talking about uh, about Steve and about the services that he provides and about the coaching. So you have a long road ahead of you because you're going to get to fill your your brain cup with a lot of knowledge coming from Steve. Totally. Yeah, I'm excited about it. All right. Well, we're coming up to the end here, Jason. I know that there's a lot of people, uh, my son included, by the way, who right now, when I ask him what he wants to be when he grow up, when he grows up, he said he's uh, he's ten years old. He wants to be a mechanical engineer. Now, okay. right? What does he want to do? Because he wants to he wants to build uh, Spider Man. Uh, what, what do you call? Oh, those okay. Names? The what, web slinger. The web slinger, right? Web shooter. <laughs> he wants to build his web slinger. He wants to be a lot like Tony Stark. And what you're doing is very much uh, is is very much 
uh, along those lines. You're helping people build and and bring their dreams to reality. So if people want to work with you, if people want to grab your products, especially for our listening audience, can you let them know how they can get a hold of you? And the best way is go to cluegonics.com and uh, you just submit a form and, and Hunter or I will be in touch. Uh, and, and, you know, my, it, well, yeah, that'd be the best way. We're, we're pretty on top of that and quick about it. So. And dry homes. Yeah. Dry home. I mean, just our website, www.dryhome.com. So awesome. Jason, man, I, I really enjoyed having a conversation with you today. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. I hope your container is still on that boat. Cause <laughs> we'll, find out. we'll find out, but either way, I know, you know, just based on, on the conversation we had today, uh, you're a problem solver, you know, you, you, you know, problems come your way and you find a, a path to get that thing solved, whether it's for your own business or for the businesses that you're helping other people create. So ladies and gents, I mean, that is what an entrepreneur is all about, right? It's about solving the problems. And yeah, we have our ups and yeah, we have our downs, but we still push through those, those entrepreneurs that you've seen that are successful have gone through the lowest of lows, realize that they can still push forward, take another step forward and they make it through. And it ain't easy. Right. Right, Jason. It ain't easy. It's worth it though. Even if, even if it's not financially worth it at the end of the day, it's like just sometimes that satisfaction of those wins, just like totally worth it. Dude, I, I totally agree. And, and, and there's something to be said about work, right? I mean, James and I, for, for a while, uh, I remember when he got back from the, from the uh, Navy, I was building this small little retaining wall and we would spend the mornings outside doing it ourselves. So digging and, and, and we could have hired somebody to do it, but we wanted to get it done ourselves. And when we finish, you can look back and say, look, this is what I have created. And there's so much pride, even though I, I, you know, my back hurt, my hands hurt, my, you know, every, all the pain that you go through when you're done, you can look back and say, look, this is what I have created. This is what all that blood, sweat, and tears goes into. And again, dude, the fact that you're helping people do that to, to bring that, that dream to fruition, dude, good on you, man. I love it. We all love it. That's why we all do. We all do. All right, ladies and gents. It is Friday. We will see you again on Monday. Jason, thanks a lot for being on the show. We'll see you guys on Monday. Peace. Thank you, guys. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.